Isaac, this podcast about to get ugly, ugly, ugly. That was just a little sneak preview. Sneak preview, guys. One Episode four, my friend. The podcast is called Totally Requested. My name is Isaac Renz. I am a current music video director. I am here with my good friend, Pooch. Hello. You are an amazing actor. Oh. One of my best friends. And a TRL super fan. Soups. So fan. we get together once a week. We take a look at the date. Mm-hmm. We go back in time. We see what the TRL top 10 was on that date. We count down the videos and discuss them. TRL, of course, stands for... Total Request Live. And it was MTV's flagship countdown show from 1998 to 2008. Of course, they have a current mm-hmm. version of TRL that we never talk about. Mm-mm. You talk about that up in here, you get kicked out. 98 2008. That's I can listen want. to a little pump without having to see him on TRL. Yeah, we don't need to request this video. Yeah, I don't think they do request videos on that show. I don't know what they do on that show. They just chat. Email me if you know what happens on that show, because Lord knows I'm not going to watch that show. <laughs> um, Isaac, I'm excited, because last week we had a guest. Yeah, Trace did a really great job last She was week. amazing. And this week we got... Another guest, I just met him outside literally five minutes ago. (laughs) So this would be a good time to say our guest this week is Ben Gray. Hello, my friends. (laughs) Hello. So Ben is an amazing musician. He's in one of my favorite bands here in Los Angeles, Dear Boy. I'm loving this intro already. That's a good one right there. (laughs) (laughs) We'll play a little snippet of something in just a second here, but we were talking earlier about how to categorize your band, oh, which yeah. I'm sure is a really fun thing that you love to do. <laughs> <laughs> How would you describe your band? It's so hard to make it seem unrehearsed. You know, like try to act like it's the first time I've answered the question. Right. Well, oh God, interesting, Isaac. I've never thought about what I sound like. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's indie rock, but I guess you would say it sounds like late 70s, early 80s post-punk mm. and early 90s Britpop. That's Boom. amazing. You know, Ben, besides just being an amazing musician, we've watched so many episodes of The Bachelor together. (laughs) Your listeners are learning all the wrong things about me. (laughs) Uh, We have. I love watching it with you because you share my exact sentiments every time. Yeah. And I can look to you knowing that you're going to agree. (laughs) <laughs> no matter how controversial the opinion. Well, it'll be interesting to see if we lock eyes in the middle of this podcast oh. and share some of the same opinions <laughs> oh. about these videos. All I want to know is, can I watch The Bachelor too? Oh, you're invited. I've never seen it. Oh, pooch. I know. Damn. Let's get into the countdown. Starting off at number 10, we have Bubba Sparks <laughs> with Ugly. Okay, so Pooch. Yes. This was directed by Mark Klausfeld. Okay. He was that director that we've talked about a few times. Mm. He was a guy who actually specialized in kind of geographically specific hip hop. You oh. might recognize his juvenile video for Ha, which was filmed in New Orleans. You okay, might recognize yes. his Nelly video for Country Grammar. A St. very St. Louis. Louis vibe. Bubba Sparks is taking us to where he grew up Which in is... a rural area near Lagrange, Georgia. Georgia. This is the first time I've seen this video. Really? Yeah. Immediate thought. Well, I was grossed out. Yeah, it's ugly. <laughs> the opening scene is kind of ugly. They um, set the tone right off the bat. No, just because, yeah, like 
the main thing is that mud wrestling, it mm. looked like they were wrestling in like chicken tikka masala or something. Okay. <laughs> All I know is as a kid, I just wanted to mud wrestle so bad. Honestly, you know, it's so funny you bring that up because that was my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried. Dude, I don't know why, but as a kid, I always was fearful that someday I'd have to wrestle in the mud. Really? I don't know why. Has it's such it a bizarre. Kid, no. Kid fears. I'm still afraid. Yeah, man fears. We yeah. should mention that Bubba Sparks is a white rapper from rural Georgia. Yeah. And this video is about as rural Georgia yeah, he, as you will ever see on the clinging to his roots, Isaac. Oh, it is like hillbilly central. The thing I always did love about this video was it gave me an idea of what world outside of Los Angeles was like. <laughs> yeah, this is what everything outside of LA looks like. When I saw this, I was like, okay, where is this? I kind of want to go there. This is madness. By the way, we're casually talking, but I'm watching. It's nuts. Yeah, so right now we're seeing a... a Nelly and his Nelly inspired moment. Okay. Country it, grammar style. He's in a it's, strip mall. He's in a strip mall parking lot. Cars are kind of in a horseshoe around him. Uh -huh. People are on the cars. They're screaming. They're cheering. It he's, looks like it's all real people. This does not look like it was cast. No, that's the entire town. It looks like it's all of his buddies came that's out in their the pickup mayor. trucks. <laughs> the mayor is holding the, the pit mayor bull in the right Jersey. there. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of people I'd like to point out in particular. At Ooh. the very beginning of the video, there is a young man dancing shirtless while holding squirrels, I think, or yes. maybe rats. There's that guy, but there's also the kid with crickets on himself. There's a guy who's covered head to toe with shaving cream. He's the opening of the video. He looks like Cletus the Slackjawed Yokel from The Simpsons. Mm. Any Cletus reference, I'm psyched on. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the director had to come up with them doing this stuff, or was he just like, turn the cameras on, and he was like, just have a normal Tuesday, guys? You know, one time I did a video in Kentucky with a band called Cage the Elephant. Maybe you've heard of them. Well, Hold. not everybody's heard of them, but they are an amazing band. They've won Grammys and yeah, stuff. Everybody they're great. should have heard of them. Hold for applause. But yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we'll put in an applause sound effect. <laughs> but I went out to Kentucky and we did a video that was somewhat similar to this. It was a little bit more grounded. We weren't trying to get like yucks in there. We weren't trying to get laughs. <laughs> but we definitely used all of their friends. And one That's of cool. the sequences, we like took one of their homes and just threw a gigantic house party. And we just went around with cameras filming, you know, local people oh, wow. kind of dancing and hanging out. Like and it. it's one of my favorite videos because I feel like you really do get to see some authentic stuff. And this video, it's strange. There are parts of it that feel very authentic. There are parts of it where it feels like they were really going very broad with the humor. You mean Timberland doesn't lay in a barrel of peaches all day? <laughs> That's don't... such a beautiful short story title. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that Timberland stuff looks like it was all filmed afterwards. Oh, like he didn't want to go down to Georgia? He was yeah. like, I'm not so, here. Yeah. No, the guy with the crickets. Yeah, he's in Pacoima. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's not... <laughs> so... I have no like cultural awareness for uh, Bubba Sparks. Like mm. I, it did not impact me. It, I didn't hear about it. It just was not in my atmosphere. So we, you're into it, right? Like, yeah, and I, and I don't know why I. I mean, I obviously know why because it was on TRL. So Ben, you're telling me you had never heard of Bubba Sparks before? I this. heard the name. Mm. Honestly, at that time, if it didn't have six strings, I kind of was <laughs> over it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I knew what it was. You're telling me your band was not influenced at all by Bubba Sparks? I mean, it will be now. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a song called Booty Chatter? You acted like you didn't know my stuff. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Missy Elliott appears at the end. Yeah, I forgot he got, about this. He got two big names in this video. I mean, not only did Bubba Sparks get Timberland to make the beat for this song, but Timberland actually sampled 
a previous hit he had already done um, for Missy Elliott. So uh, I think it's Get Your Freak On. Yeah. And he just flipped the sample again and had Bubba Sparks rap over it, which almost feels a little bit like cheating. It's like, hey, I don't care who you are. Just rap over this amazing. You could read the I phone book mean. over yeah. that beat and you would probably have a hit. Do we know what Bubba's real name is? Oh, man. Uh, guys, I do know what Bubba's real name is. <laughs> and you don't even need to look it up. Are you ready for this? Yes. It's Warren Anderson Mathis. Wow. Wham. That's like a, an assassin's <laughs> name. I think this is a good video. Very fun. It makes me like Bubba Sparks. I think it transports you into his world, and I think that's something that uh, a good music video should do. What, totally. what are your impressions, Ben? This is the first time you've experienced <laughs> Bubba Sparks. I mean, I'm lightheaded. I I like to imagine something like this that's so insane. Like I just like to imagine everybody driving to set. You know what I mean? Like knowing that this is what their day is. Because <laughs> it's like so this psycho. crowd didn't even drive to set. They just slept over. Let's move on. I feel like we've exhausted the Bubba Sparks issue. <laughs> I've got more to say. Uh, do you really? No. Okay, good. Um, so, Ben, you say you like six strings? <laughs> <laughs> and I love five-string basses. So I know where you're going with this. Well, boy, do we have a treat for you, because at number nine, it's Sugar Ray with Answer the Phone. Isaac, I have one question about this video. Okay. Did McG direct it? Yes. Did he really? You learned something from last week. I did. Okay, so we were talking last week about how McG was Sugar Ray's manager. He went on to direct most of their music videos, which then led to him doing a bunch of other music videos for Corn, for Bare Naked Ladies, for Smash Mouth. That led to him doing the Charlie's Angels movies with Drew Barrymore mm -hmm. and Lucy Liu. Uh, and then it also led to him creating the television show The O.C. He has had a very wild storied and wild career <laughs> and he directed this video which i guess you could say sort of tells the sugar ray story yeah it gives us the birth it gives us the old school tour vibes so every single shot in this video is either archival footage like vhs footage of sugar ray and that's mixed with new footage of the band on tour now selling out stadiums and looking like rock stars okay i have a question well, I have lots of questions about this. Okay. Um, I don't know where to start, actually. Ben is like blacking out while he's watching I have, this video. Well, when I watched it, okay, so full disclosure, I watched all these videos last night in a row. Okay. And it get led to some really How are you insane, walking right now? Are yeah. You all right? I had yeah. nightmares. Oh. It's a weird cocktail. But um, <laughs> when I was watching this and seeing all the tour footage, it just made me feel exhausted. <laughs> I was just like... Oh man, I got to do all this. Well, they, also, they also put all like the craziest moments from the tour and a lot of roughhousing going on in this tour. Yeah, it's a mm -hmm. wacky tour. Well, I think two things are in play here. Boom. One, I think Jackass had come out a year earlier and I think the guys in Sugar Ray were like, let's show how we're just as goofy and silly as those wacky. guys. Hey, Mark, you pantsed me again. Yeah, there's a lot of nudity. There's a lot of like people getting hit in the face with stuff, getting whacked in the crotch. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of crotch shots. I think that they really wanted to emulate jackass. I think the other thing that's at play, I actually had to go back and research this because I don't know that much about Sugar Ray, but their first album with that song Fly, the song that kind of blew them up, it's full of like edgier punk sounding songs. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I feel like this video is them being like, hey, you know us as the songs your mom likes, but we can rock really hard. So it's all this footage of them with guys like Jonathan Davis from Korn, 
cameos from Kid Rock, and then it's them jumping around the stage like they're in the Misfits or something. And, and even the cameos look surprised. Yeah, Kid Rock's like, like Kid Rock's like, here? wait, you guys rock? Like, <laughs> Jonathan Davis is kind of scared to enter the room. Yeah, His cameos yeah. come up against Everybody the wall, and he's hiding. like, Can, am I allowed to enter with this group of banshees that are... You know what Paisley said last night? My wife, last night, well, we watched it together. Okay. That's the Date secret. Is, it's a secret to a marriage. Uh, yeah. Uh, but she was saying she wanted to see a Mark McGrath biopic starring Ethan Hawke. <laughs> oh, not mad at perfect it. Perfect casting. Not mad at it. At I don't all. know if that's a journey worth taking, but <laughs> well, you want to know the behind-the-scenes stories of how he got oh to two, where he is. Two things. One, a friend of mine plays bass for them now. Really? Yeah, and they mostly just play in like tropical places, and apparently they're super nice. Oh, I'm sure he bought a house because they really pay well. Yes, like they play like hotels and stuff. And then secondly, I met Mark McGrath like four or five years ago. Tell us everything. everything I'm going to tell you that I ju- I'm honestly just remembering this. So when I say this next sentence, don't feel differently about me because I don't mean this to sound like cool or whatever because it's definitely not cool. Oh, I can't um, wait for so this next sentence. I went to um, Adam Sandler's Christmas party. <laughs> I already feel so ago. different Christmas, about not you. Not a Hanukkah party. It was, a, yeah, it's a Christmas party. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Mm, disappointing. Okay. <laughs> For all these years. Um, but I met, yeah, I was with another friend of mine who's in a band and Mark McGrath loves his band. And I think he thought I was famous. I'm not famous, but he thought I was famous and he, he's really, really self-deprecating. Like insanely nice, but he came up, he's like, yeah, I'm going to do a song with Adam. He's like, oh, what song are you going to do? He's like, I don't know, man. He's like, I think we're doing Devo. And my other friend's like, yeah, it's going to be fun. He's like, I can't sing, man. <laughs> and and my friend's like, no, dude, you're great. And I chime in. I'm like, dude, you're super good. You're sugar Ray. And he's like, no, man. And he goes, you guys are great. I'm like, you have no idea who I uh, am. That endears me to Mark McGrath. He was lovely and a great handshake. Does he still have the frosted tips? Um, I, You know, it was all a blur because I was just so psyched. What year was this? You couldn't look him straight he in the face. Been, yeah, I could. Uh, he had his Arnett's on. Uh, no, it was 2000. Deep cut with the Arnett. 2012, maybe 2013. Okay, so was this fresh off his office cameo? <laughs> Whoa, dude, obscure pull. <laughs> fresh off it. as the host of the show, The Mole, the singing show, The Mole. Dude, you got it really. You're, you're blowing my mind. Ben. So everything in this video kind of takes place behind the scenes. Does this video make you upset because this doesn't feel, it feels like they kind of cut out all of the stuff that makes touring and playing in a band not fun. When I was seeing it, it just made me tired because touring is so exhausting. And I don't know if I'm like ruining any mystique or anything, um, but please, this looks like the most exhausting. I mean, really like they're constantly yelling. They're constantly like pantsing each other. They're at a 10. They're somersaults. I've never seen more somersaults in three minutes in my life. It's Ben. How, how many, many somersaults <laughs> did you do on tour? I mean, none. <laughs> how many times a night would you say you pants each other in the band? <laughs> um, well, it's part of our act, but uh, outside of the act, none. Wait, so you never had a Teen Wolf moment where you were on top of your tour bus? Oh, just I didn't say that. Scream. Oh, okay. <laughs> there That's is, how I got here tonight. This part was. This actually made me nervous when I watched the video. So there's this iconic shot. <laughs> 
Should I call it iconic? Is it iconic? <laughs> people talk. You about know what? It? We just found out that Mark McGrath's really nice. So I'll call it iconic. Uh, there's this shot of the tour bus going through. There's that tunnel in Los Angeles. I can't remember which one it is. It's like the Back to the Future 2 tunnel. Yeah, sure. And um, Mark McGrath is sitting on the edge of the tour bus singing to camera. And it looks like they're actually going pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> yeah. he's strapped in because McGee's all about the stunts. I hope he's strapped in. That looks really d- If they hit the brakes... Oh, he's he's flying off for sure. Oh, he's gone forever. Isaac, I have a question for you. Okay, uh-huh. so watching this, it's it's like making me insanely dizzy. But like, you've edited many a video now. Mm-hmm. Does the editing on this stress you out? First of all, the amount of footage is nuts. Yeah. Secondly, there's all this weird flashing and there's a lot of strobing. You know, I like videos that feel dense, mm-hmm. where there's a lot of ideas, right. a lot of moments. It just has like a high rewatchability factor. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that makes this better than most normal tour videos. They pack so many moments in here. It looks like these guys have been on tour for like 50 years. Yeah. Look, you're right. If you're watching this video multiple times in one sitting, you'll get sick. But <laughs> I do think it probably stood out on the countdown. And, you know, there's probably a lot of pressure on TRL at the time. If you're going to make a video like this that doesn't have a super huge concept and a giant budget, you got to just really keep people's attention. So that's probably why every shot is somebody getting hit in the nuts or that's probably why McGee was just like, guys, more somersaults, more somersaults. <laughs> I do have one, one thing to ask about this video. I never understood the lyrics. Okay. It's answer the phone. I know that you're home, which is creepy. It's yes. like, I could see you through the window. Uh, yeah. How I, does he know? How does he know she's home? Ooh, Mark. Then he goes, I want to get you alone mm. and do it again. Mm-hmm. Do what? Do what again? I mean, if we really can't, Figure this one out, boys. I, mean, <laughs> I was thinking that too. Coitus. I was thinking that. I do think those are really creepy lyrics. We kind of overlooked that. We did note last night um, in the middle of our therapy session that uh, <laughs> it was crazy aggressively sexual and how that would so not fly. Yes. As and pushy. How, how di- yeah, it's yeah. so direct and pushy. But you haven't seen nothing yet on this countdown. Oh, we have the pushiest wanna, video on this countdown. Talk about pushy, but you're right. Shove, Remember dude. last week when in the Nick Cage voice he sang the Goo Goo Dolls song, it took on a whole nother meaning. I feel like if you sang yeah. "Answer the Phone," like Nick Cage, "Answer the Phone," I know that you're home. See, that's awful, guys. We got to get out of this video. Okay. All right. uh, let's move on to number eight. Shakira reappears on the countdown with "Whenever, Whenever." So one quick thing about this video, it was directed by Francis Lawrence. This is one of three appearances on this countdown. And this countdown really shows how versatile Francis Lawrence is because he does three completely different videos on this countdown. So Francis Lawrence, we've talked about him in a previous episode. Of course, probably his most famous video is Cry Me a River for Justin Timberlake. He went on to direct some Hunger Games movies. He just did Red Sparrow with Jennifer Lawrence. Some Hunger Games movies. You know, some of those Hunger Games movies. But he is probably one of the most important directors from the TRL era, and this countdown is really going to show it off. This video is not my favorite of the three. (laughs) Ben, how about you give it a shot? Describe (laughs) this video for me. Um, Okay, it looks like she's in a bunch of screensavers. Oh, nice. She's great. Yeah, watching, she's phenomenal. Yeah, she's great. I don't know the choices. Like this thing in the desert is so wild. Yeah, we go, we go from the ocean 
to the <laughs> desert. So we get a little surf and turf with Shakira. So really, this whole video is made up of just Shakira. She's the only person in the video, and it's her in like all these different landscapes. Well, the opening is she burst out and lands on this rock, and then it's a very if you have seen if you've seen the Justice League movie, they kind of they kind of copied Shakira's video where Aquaman. I love that sentence, is, dude. Is being blown. <laughs> is up this by the why world. that movie I was think not they good? They stole from Shakira. <laughs> okay. Dude, that's my favorite conspiracy yeah. theory ever. <laughs> that court case, can you imagine that? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, she is an amazing performer. Unbelievable. She does not stop moving this entire time. Yeah. She's, she's belly dancing. She's the living version of the answer the phone video. And did I see Harry Potter's owl at one point? <laughs> Oh, so there are some animals in this video. <laughs> Multiple. Look, the whole video is probably Shakira in front of a green screen. And this is all just footage they layered in around and behind her. Just an entire pack of horses race past her while she dances. Is, is it's that beautiful. What, is that what it's called? A pack of horses? Is that what it's called? I don't know. What's the correct I've never term? heard. Is it a herd of horses? A gaggle of horses. A gaggle? No. Oh. A coxswain of horses? I feel like you have an opinion about this. No, I, was think just, it's... I was just curious. Okay. Oh, the, You know what that looks like? Okay, when she's on the mountaintop... It does look like Doctor Strange, and it also looks like the insane clown posse video Ooh, for miracles. Whoa. It's, oh, my doesn't God. Doesn't it? Look you it. just brought up miracles. Yeah, I'll bring it up at oh, any dinner party, man. at a wedding. Because that mo- that is <laughs> a complete green screen music video as well. Yes, but that that's what that looks like on the mountain. 100%. This is like the expensive looking version of insane clown posse's miracles. That's, that's what you're right. telling me. I'm telling you exactly that, and there's like a 10-year differential. Yeah, also- that's true. You know... I think there are certain artists where you really don't have to do much to keep them entertaining on screen. If you make it too complicated, yeah, you're just, actually selling them short. Yeah, just I agree. wind those hips up mm-hmm. and see where they go. Yeah, you know, it's easy to see why people were so excited about Shakira. She has so much charisma. The Bubba Sparks video at the beginning, you can tell that it's his first video. They really have to surround him with tons of stuff, right? Bring out every person from this neighborhood. Let's have tons of different setups and all kinds of different camera tricks to try to make it interesting. Here it's like, let's put her in a really beautiful setting. Let's let her do her thing. And I think it works. Have you dudes ever seen belly dancing in real life? It's pretty wild. It's crazy wild. I saw it in third grade. One of the kids' moms mm. belly danced for the class. And this would have been like a cold oh, 10 a.m. Wow. or something. Full costume? Full costume. I still, I honestly, it's imprinted now that we're That's talking a lot. about it. As a third grader? I, yeah, there's a lot to see and the jangling I still hear. <laughs> you still hear it? Yeah, I still like hear a haunting, haunting. Yeah, haunting. Yeah, the, the thing. My wife has this horrifying story that she told me. She grew up in a small town in Ohio where she had a math teacher who came in for like a talent show and did Christina Aguilera's Genie in a Bottle with like the most suggestive dancing. I think they were all in like fifth grade. But it just sounded like highly inappropriate. We're getting wild, man. Those teachers got to blow off. Yeah, because also the content of that song is it's a little bit more not overt. tight for a kid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of content that's not tight for kids, <laughs> we're about to move into the video that I think all three of us have been waiting yeah, all week Sh- to talk about. Shimon, Isaac, Shimon, 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 and tell him. Do you want to introduce this one, Pooch? I would, I would be honored to introduce this next video. Coming in at number seven, it is the all-time great, the GOAT, Michael Jackson with You Rock My World. We're going to go on a journey because this video yeah. is 13 minutes long. Oh, yeah. 
I don't know if I saw the 13 minute version. Well, I only saw the five minute cutaway version. So yeah. there's two versions of this video. Okay, well that's good to hear because the five minute version really messed me up because I was like, you got Marlon Brando for like a breathing scene? <laughs> so he's only in there for one <laughs> shot? Yeah, like he does that one shot where he's annoyed mm. at the door. Yeah. Just to set the context, I think we need to do this first. Oh, yeah, Let please. me set the table, please guys. Please do. So Michael Jackson, of course, is one of the all-time greats when it comes to music videos. I mean, we're talking about like a guy who basically created this form in a lot of ways through the Thriller video, the Beat It video. It had been a long time since he'd had a big hit and the world had changed. Now he had to make these videos for the TRL generation. This video was his opportunity to really get people excited about him again. And he pulled out all the stops. Yeah, he went hard. And we should mention that this was also the last video that he appeared in. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. The video starts with this intro before the music even kicks in three and a half minutes of intro where Michael Jackson and his buddy Chris Tucker are eating Chinese food together. And they're sitting by the window just scoping out girls. Hounding girls. And they're talking about girls the way that you would be if like maybe you hadn't seen a girl in a long time. If you had been in jail. <laughs> they're eating their Chinese food and different girls will walk by and they are just obsessing. Ooh, that ain't right. Oh my God. Chris Tucker drops a lot of Michael Jackson lines like, hey Michael, look at that pretty young thing over there. That girl's a pretty young thing. Finally, he sees a girl who inspires him so much that they get up, don't even pay. That strike one <laughs> to Michael Jackson. First of all, I have to tell everybody, as much as I love this video, Michael Jackson is a jerk in this video. Oh God, Chris, that's it. That's the, that's the pretty girl I've seen all day. Come on. Hey! Come on. Hey! So it's not just that he walks away from his Chinese food and you could infer that he didn't pay for it. He gets up and we actually cut to a shot of the owner being like, hey, you didn't pay. Next time I see you, I chop, chop, chop you up. <laughs> hey, you forgot to pay today. You pay it tomorrow. Come on, come on. Next time I see you, chop you here. He has a billion dollars. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and doesn't even walk away. He sprints away from that restaurant. After they chase this girl down a dark alleyway, which would not fly in 2018, they follow her into what looks like a Cuban restaurant. It's kind of like yeah. an underground bar. And we find out that the girl already has a boyfriend. And who, and who is her boyfriend, Isaac? Well, it's Michael Madsen. Oh. <laughs> well, I just see them together. I don't know if I'm in the minority, but I just, they seem like a Very visually. <laughs> ben, he's kissing her hand. And that they, is gentlemen, like, music video uh, language for they're together. Isaac, you can't fake that kind of chemistry. You might remember Michael Madsen from Reservoir Dogs, Kill Bill, Donnie Brasco. He is like the ultimate villainous looking character. Yeah. Michael doesn't say anything. He goes backstage to this. And I felt so bad for this poor stagehand who's, Obviously, just trying to do his job. Michael takes him out ah! and raises the curtain himself, which just doesn't seem necessary. Yeah, it's like he could have been like, "Hey, hey, you, here's a here's a hundred. Was Marlon Brando doing origami? Oh yeah, he oh, made a beautiful so swan. hold yeah, hold up real quick. After we meet Michael Madsen, who you think is the boss, but no, there's a guy who's even above Michael Madsen. There's layers to this video, Ben. <laughs> Somewhere maybe on the second floor of this bar is what I imagine or off to the side. There's like an office with a desk and we see a pair of hands 
folding an origami bird. And I don't know why. Character choices, man. Sometimes you just can't question these things. I think we should spoil this. It's, <laughs> it's Marlon Brando. So here's my theory. I feel like Marlon Brando didn't show up until the very end and probably only wanted to be on camera for like five minutes. And I think they wanted more Marlon Brando in the video. So they were like, let's get a pair of stunt hands. Which is pretty crazy because on a video with Michael Jackson, who's the biggest star in the world yeah. and has the most pull out of everybody. Brando's like, no, I'm not going to do it. Well, he and, he and Brando were friends. Oh, yeah. Like they were, I just went down a Marlon Brando rabbit hole because I'm becoming oh. re-obsessed with The Godfather and like the making of that movie and how insane it was. And so there are stories about Michael Jackson and Marlon Brando going to dinner all the time. Oh, so they were like best friends. Yeah, so this is probably a favor. Oh, a favor to who? I don't know. To man. Michael Jackson to or Michael, to Marlon? To Michael Madsen. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to make another Brando connection. Michael Jackson once told Corey Feldman that he's the next Marlon Brando. That's right. I knew that. And he was so right. He kind of, well, there's time. <laughs> okay, so guys, we got to go back go. now to the stage. He's trying to get the girl's attention. And how does Michael Jackson get some girl's attention? He starts doing signature Jacko moves. There's the crotch grab, the, the spin. There's the spin. There's the touch the chest like you're like you're praying. There's a lot of grunting, pointing. Mm-hmm. This is all like classic Michael. You know who that is. So he comes off the stage, and he just grabs the girl. First of all, though, if I was in this girl's shoes and a gentleman got up on stage, silhouetted, danced, and made up a song uh-huh. and danced for me, yeah, I'd probably talk to him. I do have to say one thing. He only performed for like nine seconds. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> he went on stage, spun around, mm-hmm. and then took the girl away. <laughs> Captivating, though. But I thought it was a little weird that after he leads her away, there's a moment in the song where there's a grunt, and he punctuates it by smacking her on the butt. <gasps> Disrespect. So Michael, at this point, Michael yeah. Madsen is more of a gentleman than Jackson is. Michael Madsen has every right to be mad mm-hmm. in this music video. A guy busts in your bar. Mm-hmm. He punches out your stage hand. <laughs> Inappropriate. He raises the curtain. He's not working tonight. All that I can think here is that Michael Jackson is trying to prove that he's a tough guy. Maybe that's why he's acting like such a jerk. A lot of his videos, though, he acted like a tough guy. Yeah, but he's taking it to the extreme here. Yeah, it's true. Well, it's 2001. It's a new generation. That's true. He's got to set the tone. I like that Chris Tucker is just doing his own thing. He's got the the purple collar that's getting larger by the minute (laughs) somehow. He found like a group of friends and he's just dancing, having a good time. Honestly, dudes, imagine if you just were a patron at this bar and you just saw this all happen. Yeah. It's psychotic. <laughs> like this guy has this elaborate dance. I would not come back to this if bar. If you're on a date and you're with your person and you're just trying to figure out, like, I think this guy just came in here. Did he punch a stagehand? Yeah. Where is he going? What's, how big is that guy's collar? If you were in this bar, you would remember this night for the rest for of your life. life. This is a story you You'd tell be telling grandkids. this story forever. Do we know... Okay, so you guys, obviously, I, I've missed a lot of this, a good nine minutes. Do... Uh, what happens with Brando? Oh, oh! you just wait. Because uh, <laughs> one of the most confusing things about this video is there's like so many levels of bad guy. Michael Madsen has the girl at the beginning and then Michael Jackson leads her away. And then where did Madsen go? He just disappears. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's this origami getting folded somewhere. I'm assuming this person's bad, but we don't know why yet. And then there's like a showdown between the actor Billy Drago or Drago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he almost looks like the... The uh, spider expert in arachnophobia. He very well could have been. He's one of those guys. 
That's my favorite. It's Thank you cool. for referencing that. It's a great movie. Guys, it's October. It's time to watch a movie like Arachnophobia. Not, just quick sidebar. I've been trying to get my wife to watch Arachnophobia. It's the one movie she refuses to watch. It's a tough sell because I hate spiders. I love that movie, but I can't go to bed after that. And I'm constantly... Ugh. And they use real way. spiders in that movie. They train spiders. Be, how do you train a spider? That's, that's the thing, my dude. Wow. <laughs> that's the magic. So Michael Jackson's already a jerk in this music video. We've established he's, that. He's just breaking all sorts of rules. Mm -hmm. He gets up on the bar at one point. Oh, this is such a dick move. And just starts breaking numerous bottles of what looks to be the top <laughs> shelf liquor. Dude. Yeah, he's kicking bottles for no reason. He's the worst. He's, okay, oh, so wait, hold breaking. on. At one point, he picks. He stops dancing. He just picks up a bottle and throws it. And he doesn't just throw yeah. it anywhere. He throws it at a sign on the wall <laughs> yeah. that says, no fighting. Yeah, straight Nolan Ryan's that. <laughs> and at this point, Michael Madsen's like, hey, we've had enough. So we're seven minutes into this video. <laughs> now he's had it up to here. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, you can dance with my girl all night long, but the second you throw that bottle, mm -mm. it's on. That no fighting sign that's made out of duct tape, you cross the line. And then right then, that is when Marlon Brando turns around in his chair and he breathes heavily. Yeah. Almost like a whistle. Like only he can. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so so the bad guy from Arachnophobia guy right. says something you never say to Michael Jackson. Which is? Let me see what you got. Let me see what you got, But he man. alternates. He alternates between that and is that all is, you got? You <laughs> never say is that all you got to Michael Jackson. I think that that would really throw You're, Michael Jackson. He just danced for seven minutes. What else do you want? Here's right? the thing about Michael Jackson and his dancing. I love his dancing, but I always did feel like it was very repetitive. It's a lot of the same moves. It's a lot of the same moves, but he does them so good that you can't get mad at this him. This is such a messed up thing to say, though. This is being like uh, Jimi Hendrix. He just couldn't play the same moves yeah. over and over again. <laughs> he just plays guitar upside down. Yeah. <laughs> so Michael finally does show Arachnophobia guy something new. He punches Pun him. Yeah, he gives him a nice right hand. He falls over. Sets the end. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Setting the place on fire. Well, so he knocks over like a candle. And then all the liquor that Michael Jackson spilled gets led into some room where they just have a bunch of flammable gas tanks. It turns into a scene from Roadhouse. People oh, are yeah. hitting each other with breakaway chairs. It is <gasps> just chaos. Oh my God. Brando emerges Brando. out of the flames. Yep. With sunglasses on because it's super bright in that room. So it's Michael Jackson, Marlon Brando. We think something's about to go down. Mm -hmm. But Isaac, what happens? Well, let's go through the possibilities. Okay. It could be a dance-off. Okay. It could be a sing-off. It could be like maybe they're they're both going to vie for this girl's attention. I would love to hear a Brando sing-off. <laughs> like, I feel like it would be way better than a Nicolas Cage sing-off. Are you going to show us a Brando sing-off? <laughs> like, would he sing the same song? Yeah. My life will never be the same. You wrecked my world. I yeah. could have been a contender. It's, it's Perfect. It's adding, in, adding in a line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He always adds his own That's line. not in this song. So all that happens, they have like a quick, quick little dialogue interaction here. Michael Jackson says something though that turns the whole video on its head. I know who you are. I know who you are. Wait a second, what? Where was this? Who is this guy? And then Brando responds with Brando responds with a phrase that really just sums up the whole video. What does he say, Pooch? Bing bang. Bing bang. What? Bing, <laughs> he goes, bing, I bang. know who you are. Bing bang. Bing bang. And then he starts to turn around and he goes, later. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who says later? <laughs> Marlon Brando. Brando says yeah. later? Later. And he just walks away. Like this club meant nothing to him. 
Ben is white Sorry, as a ghost. Sorry, dudes. Yeah, I'm tripping out. It's a lot of stimuli. Okay, so the best part of this whole video, though, Chris Tucker pulls up in a car, and he's like the getaway driver. Come on, make it in. Come on, let's go. After all that we've just seen, Michael Jackson just absolutely destroying this bar for no reason, punching people in the face, throwing liquor bottles. Chris Tucker has the audacity to say, get in this car, girl. All this trouble you done caused. Get in this car, girl. All this trouble you done caused. What? Yeah. Oh my God. They did it. <laughs> yeah, he really blames this girl for everything they caused. He's probably going to go back and blame them for the Chinese food they didn't pay for. Yeah, I'm still, tri- so I'm still, yeah. I'm actually still so hung up on that part. <laughs> the Chinese like, food? They didn't pay for dinner. That's crazy. The beginning of this video is like something that you would do when you're 12 or 13 at the food court at the mall. Like yeah. you would see a girl and you would skip out <laughs> like your meal. Like honestly, that's all I kept thinking about. I was like, I think I did that. You had a Rock My World MJ moment, a Jacko moment. I think I'm Jacko. Except you were at an Orange Julius. <laughs> I was, and I'll Hot be there again. Stick, you forgot to pay for it. <laughs> okay, guys, this video just brings me so much joy. Is it the best Michael Jackson video of all time? No. Is it the craziest Michael Jackson video of all time? Hard yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's crazy. Thank you for showing me the 13-minute version. I do feel oh. like I'm exhausted. <laughs> talking about That's it. the kind of a recurring theme for you this week. Dude, I'm done. <laughs> I'm on death's door. Energy. Okay, good news. The next video that we're moving on to, not a big deal. Real <laughs> tame video. Super low-key. Yeah. It's Britney Spears with I'm a Slave for You. Okay, this is the second of three Francis Lawrence videos on this countdown. Whoa. This is such a different video from the Shakira video. This video might be Britney's most iconic video other than her debut video for Hit Me Baby One More Time. Wouldn't you say, Pooch? Well, do you think the video was the most iconic video or her live performance when she holds the snake? So that's a really good point. When I went back to watch this video, I was actually expecting to see a snake. And I realized that what I was really remembering was her performance of this song at the VMAs. Yeah. Right. Snake free video. I think the song and the video was always great, but I think the snake set it off. So we really want to give all the credit to the snake, the <laughs> yeah. boa constrictor, the, the albino boa constrictor. So this video takes place in my eyes in like a post apocalyptic sauna. That's what I got at. It looks like this video is about climate change. Could it be that that was the first time that's ever been said? I hope. (laughs) Trademark it. Ben, do you remember this video? You have to remember this video. I do. Where were you? I was living with my parents. Well, let's not get that specific. (laughs) But did did this video have an impact on you? I mean, this was about as pop as it gets. I know you were into six strings. Yeah, but I'm not afraid of a a pop thing. A synthesizer. Um, I'll throw it. Yeah, man. I think it was like... With her, she was so ubiquitous. Like, mm-hmm. I just was aware of it, and I was into it. And also, she's beautiful, and the dancing's so crazy. And um, I mean, I'll tell you what: I remember as a as a kid, not understanding the physics of the pink. Is it the underwear over, over the, jeans? the jeans? Yeah, yeah that's what like it is, a right? Pink thong that she's wearing over her jeans. Right. And I remember having a heated discussion with my friends when we were little grommets about it. Like what was the nature of this discussion? I don't remember. I have my, my notes somewhere. (laughs) We took minutes. So I'm sure. Um, 
but yeah, as I was watching it last night, and Paisley, my wife, was just like, "What is going on there? And whose idea was it?" This didn't catch on. I did not see people rocking this look. No, no. Um, they would have been sent home from school. To be fair, right? No, I. I think it was great. So you could say that the whole theme of this video is sweats yeah, because and, everyone here looks really thirsty. But the right amount of sweat, mm-hmm. not a gross sweat. It's like glistening. It's it, also, yeah. dare I say, erotic. Like that moment is yeah. very erotic. And I remember... Um, You're referring to where the dancers are all surrounding her and yes. they're all sweating together on yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Christina Aguilera kind of pulled from this video when she did Dirty. Because I remember her having a, she lot was sweaty of, too. a lot of moments where she was... She was like, I can get sweaty. I can get sweaty. You want get sweat? Dirty. You know, this video looks sexy. I'm sure it smelled bad. Gotta smell well, bad. Well, when you shoot videos with dancing, how does that go? You know, dancers are great, actually. Uh, they have so much stamina. And every time I've worked with dancers, they've. I've never been on a set with dancers where anyone's ever complained about having to do too many takes. Cool. So I, I personally don't try to push them too hard or to the point where it would be dangerous, but... I, I feel like this video had to be full of so many takes in order to get all this done. Yeah, I'm trying to think because there's so much coverage, um, mm-hmm. and I don't use to I don't mean to use lingo like I know what I'm talking about. Do it, but <laughs> a lot of coverage, man. Coverage, of course, refers to all the different angles. <laughs> yeah, how many cameras do you use when you shoot like a dance thing? Well, so back then when budgets were huge, who knows? They might have had like ten Multiple. cameras. I don't know. Right. Well, probably not ten, but they probably had three or four cameras going at any one time. It's the challenge these days with budgets being a little bit tighter. Having more than two cameras at any time is is difficult. So. Mm-hmm. Back then, who knows? Maybe they didn't have to do as many takes. Yes. So, Pooch, you always have so many opinions about the quality of dancing in videos. Yes. You have really put Britney through the ringer with so, your opinions. So, Ben, I usually refer to Britney as a lazy dancer. But I think Dang, she's dude. become a lazy dancer over okay. the years. Because this video holds up very well. Because she is going hammer in this video. I didn't know that you were such a uh, dance monster. I love, I had a very footloose upbringing. Oh. I was, wasn't allowed to dance as a kid. I had to play sports. That's cool, man. So. I mean, that's not cool. It's cool your reaction Thanks, to it, Dad. <laughs> I feel like after this video, Britney can be as lazy as she wants. This is one of the yeah. most intense She danced dance for a lifetime, yeah. Oh, she really gave her all for this video. And this is like a near perfect pop video. It's beautiful. She looks incredible. The thong outside the jeans is maybe the one thing that holds it back. It's such a cool, but it's such but a 90s, or it's, it's not 90s, but it's such like of that era to have something that bombastically weird. True. Bombastic. It does kind of remind I'm me. very smart. Yeah. <laughs> It does kind of remind me of like in Mean Girls where uh, they cut holes in Rachel McAdams' shirt to reveal her bra and then it's a trend that takes over the school. That's right. It feels a little bit like it was a prank gone wrong. (laughs) We have this idea. We're going to put your thong outside of your leather pants. A prank gone wrong is very 2001 too, just as a concept. (laughs) So guys, do you have anything else for this video? We should move on. No, uh, an amazing video. Fun time. I just want to know is Ben, are you okay? Because that was a jam-packed video. Honestly, I'm aging rapidly <laughs> while I'm here. It's like Benjamin Button, but... <laughs> but the right the other, way. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the way God intended it. So this actually, this next video will be a little bit of a break for you because this is the most boring video we've ever encountered on the I, countdown. I think it's the most boring video of all time. Number five, Mariah Carey, Never Too Far.
Look, I love Mariah Carey. I do too, and I just have to say, Isaac, before we go hard on this video. Okay. Poor Mariah. I know. You know what? It's a. I feel bad. It's not her fault. Uh, yeah, it's not. Full disclosure, I did not watch this video because I thought this wasn't the video. It is the video, but it's a, it's a scene from her movie, Glitter. Well, I was going to say I watched the entire movie of Glitter. <laughs> so, you don't remember this? No, dude. I blacked out. <laughs> Too much for you. So this video basically looks like Mariah Carey performing to a large audience in a fancy ballroom. And she is wearing a beautiful dress. She's styled to the nines. But it is a very straightforward performance. The reason for that is because it is an actual scene from the movie Glitter. Gotcha. Uh, a movie that also came out in 2001. So Mariah was actually supposed to film a proper video, but this was right around the time that she was suffering from exhaustion. Gotcha. It's funny. We don't really talk much about TRL, the actual show. Yes. We talk about the countdown. We talk about the videos. Mariah Carey had one of the most famous appearances on TRL, July 19th of 2001. Wait, wait, wait. Where's my spot? I got a present for you. Okay. Wait, where am I supposed to stand for this? Stand, I don't know. What are you here? doing here is the question. I'm here. Can you hold this? Yeah, sure. I brought you a present. It's this shirt. Yes, of course it does. What are you doing? Oh, my God. So she showed up on set with a bunch of ice cream. She was wearing an oversized shirt with the word lover boy across the front. And then... As Carson Daly tried to interview her, she stripped down to some weird shorts and she just had like kind of an emotional and mental breakdown on TRL, but it got weird. So I think what was happening was around that time, she had just finished filming this movie Glitter, which was about to be a huge box office bomb. I think she had just broken up with a longtime boyfriend. She was going through a lot. And I think what ended up happening here uh, was she just was not able, she just couldn't get out of bed and make this video. So they had to use a clip from the film. Guys, I'm having a real hard time. With that. Do you have, do you, so you're on tour, Ben. You're yeah. a musician. You're doing your thing. Are there any days where you're just like, I don't want to do it? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, ex, it's super exhausting. But like, I can't even imagine what it's like for her. The amount of pressure and the amount of things that she's doing and the, the length of shows that she's doing. True. It is amazing that this got up to number five because it was for a movie that bombed, a soundtrack that did not do well. That just speaks to the power of Mariah Carey that even a video like this with no frills still gets this high on the countdown. As much as I love TRL, I feel like it never really was about the videos. It was about the artist. It was about, we were measuring heat. Mm. Who was hot at the time? Mm -hmm. Mariah Carey was hot, so... Even with a bad video, she's still halfway in that countdown. Can I give you one last really depressing fact? Bring it hot enough, I can take it. <laughs> so okay. step away keep, from that ledge, Ben. Just keep holding my hand. It's going to be okay. My dudes. So the record label, you know, after she had her breakdown in July, they were supposed to release this album August 31st. And they were like, you know what? You're exhausted. Let's push the release of the album to a little bit later. What date did they pick? September 11th, 2001. Oh my God. Overshadowed. This album did not sell well. The movie did not do well. Poor Mariah Carey had a really rough 2001. Oh, man. I can't imagine. I feel bad for everything we said about Heartbreaker two weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Mariah, if you're listening, we take everything back. You know what? That was a great video. Amazing video. I especially love Jerry O'Connell in that video. Yeah. You know, if she had brought Jerry O'Connell onto this video. Probably would have been better. Yeah. If he had just been in the audience, they cut to him clapping. <laughs> getting in a food fight. He, yeah. Getting everybody. in a food fight in the audience. Maybe just giving her a thumbs up. In the UCLA tee? Oh, he's definitely still wearing that UCLA yeah. tee. 
Jerry O'Connell was sweet. Well, I got good news for you because two videos from now, we'll be talking about one of the biggest 90s teen actors. But first... Is it Fred? No. No, it's not Fred Savage. Alan Alda. Fred Savage. (laughs) Um, Guys, let's move on. Sum 41 is at number four. The song is called In Too Deep. This video, also directed by Mark Klosfeld, the guy who did Bubba Sparks at the very beginning of the oh, countdown. different take. Dudes, I got to say, this video is really effective. So fun. I, re-watching it, I was psyched. Yeah. My friends will probably roast me for giving it props, but no, I it just is that band. It's authentic. It's a fun it's, video. It tells a great story. Mm-hmm. So... Pooch. Yes. What is this video based on? So the video is based on a movie from the 80s called Back to School, starring Rodney Dangerfield. If you haven't seen it, it's amazing. His son is struggling in college. Rodney Dangerfield plays a millionaire businessman for fun to help his son out. He goes back to school. Mm -hmm. He enlists in the same college as his son. And he just relives his uh, college memories. Beautiful story. But there's one specific scene at the end of Back to School the most famous scene of the movie at a diving competition. We actually don't see the band going to college or anything. We're just referencing the scene at the very end of Back to School. Same thing with Sum 41. We got the punks versus the jocks. And you know they're jocks, Isaac. How? Because they're really handsome. They're handsome. Yeah. They're in Speedos. Yes. And they got great bods. Killer bods. Shaved bods. So pop punk videos from the TRL era reference one particular part of pop culture over and over again. And that's early 80s slobs versus snobs comedy movies. Right. So we're talking about Animal House, Caddyshack, Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds. The band always plays kind of the slobs. And they're always going up against jocks or preps or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, this moment where he emerges out of the water. Do you remember what his nickname was? Brown Sound. That's right. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that's it. That's truly. This is a real. Okay, that's so. That's what he went. That's what he was known. That was his name. There is a member of. I'm waiting for you to ask. Yeah. That there is a member of Sum 41 who plays the guitar solo in the middle of the video. The guitarist. The guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pooch. <laughs> And I, was he Indian? Yes. Yes. Okay. And they called him Brown Sound? He, yeah. I think he called himself. He called himself. That. Self-proclaimed Okay. Well, Brown maybe Sound. that's okay. Gosh. Your Things eye, have changed. You were shocked, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is very surprising. Okay. So you said you were really into punk rock? I was. Would you, how would you have felt about Sum 41 in 2001? They weren't for me. Okay. Um, A little too poppy. They were too much. Yeah. I, I can't say I came out of that completely unscathed like Uh when i got into punk i listened to every wave of it because it didn't matter if it was fast and melodic and angry i was into it it didn't matter if it was the buzzcocks or if it was green day or if it was stiff little fingers or if it was no effects it didn't matter okay um where did some 41 factor in that though i mean that was a little later because i was listening to it like 10 and then this would have you know been four or five years later it just wasn't, I didn't hate it, but it didn't speak to me. Let's yeah. say you're 15 years old. 
you just got your learner's permit. You're driving home <laughs> um, from your day shift at, yeah. at the factory. I you um, had a rough childhood. Let's say that some 41 comes on the radio. Do you change it? I turn it up. Okay. Yeah. Just check in. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to put myself back in that place. Um, I know enough to know that he was named Brown Sound, so it must have like yeah, obviously. Do you, do you remember what the bass player's nickname was? His name was Cone. Yeah. What you Cone guys know so much Cone about some Brown Sound. Well, this is the thing. Like, I feel like a little ashamed now because maybe I'm doing this revisionist history where I'm like, I mm. wasn't into it, man. I was listening to the Cure. I think you were. I think I was. Dude, yeah. I think you were wearing a sweatband. I think you were wearing those dicky shorts. I'll tell you this, dude. No sweatband, but I did wear like, like gas station attendant shirts. Oh, you remember those? Classic. Name on it. Yeah, yeah. I did that. I did that. A lot of dickies for sure. Like triple XL. Black socks. Yeah, black oh. socks. Still black socks. Beat up chucks. Yeah. Um, writing on my chucks. Did you have like that belt with the studs on it? I did not do that, but I did do a oh. chain wallet. Ooh. But I, I'll tell you this: I didn't do the one where it came with a chain. I would get like a bike chain, oh, and what? then I would put that on, which was so heavy for a little child. We could talk about punk all day. Uh-huh. My first foray into punk, the first band I was in, was called Noise for No Reason. So I thought, like, oh, I'm punk, but I went to private school, so I'm a poser for sure. Which is also why I know who Cone is. <laughs> <laughs> I love though that you that you admit it. That's awesome. You Did, know who Cone was? Brown Sound. Do you know the drummer's name? Uh, no. He's, uh, I don't know. Either. I can't. He looks like Steve O from Jackass. Yeah. That's Wait, all his I can name do. is that is his name. Steve O is his name. It, no. Yes, it is. Okay. That's his name. No, look it up. No way. If this is true, I think it is. Okay, guys. Okay. This is this is the dumbest thing ever. But I did look it up. And that guy's name was Steve. <laughs> Steve Jocks? Steve, Steve Jobs? Jocks? Jocks with oh, a CZ. Like the, the, CZ. These the guys were Canadian. It was He's Steve Jobs, Isaac. <laughs> um, the video ends with. Yes, the, the video, sorry. The video ends with Steve Jobs. Jocks. Jocks. Steve Jobs. Let's on say Steve the Jobs. high dive. Uh-huh. He's doing the final dive from back to school. And the final dive is called the Triple Lindy. Right. So it all leads up to this moment. So he's bringing it home. He's batting cleanup right mm-hmm. now. He does a handstand on the diving board. He comes all the way down to another diving board. He jumps off of that diving board mm-hmm. to another diving board. Another diving board. Then he jumps to another diving board. Mm-hmm. Then he goes into the water, what we call the triple Lindy. My favorite thing about this is you can clearly see it's a stuntman <laughs> with the what do longer you mean? hair that they gave. It's cute. It's they so, don't care. It's so good. This is such a great ending. The spirit of this video is so sweet. So everybody runs out of the stands and just starts jumping in the pool. Yeah. You it's know, beautiful. Like the second AD was like, all right, out of all you extras, who wants to get wet? Who doesn't mind driving home? Wet? Yeah. We don't have a change of clothes, guys. We may have some sweatbands for you. Also, I just have a quick question about um, 2001 videos for you, Isaac. Okay. All the lighting is so bright. Everything. Yes. The color palette. What is your opinion on that? One budgets were huge so So there were tons of lights tons of equipment and tons of manpower to move all those lights around it'd be a thing that's harder to do today unless you're shooting a huge music video lighting that brightly it just requires a lot of money second thing at play is everybody just wanted to have the biggest brightest pop video this is a note that actually we still get all the time in music videos the label just says make it brighter make it brighter i think Mm. i just did a video for an artist where they were like look 
I know that my videos that are brighter get more hits on YouTube. Whoa, really? Light this thing bright, color it bright. So I, that's still a note that comes back. And I think there is a correlation there. If it's a big, fun, poppy, upbeat song, make it bright. Do a bright video. Well, I just shot a dark black and white video, so this is great news. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we can all agree we like this video. Love that video. One last thing. Yes. Because we talk about people smashing guitars all the time. Yes. At one point in this video, the bass player doesn't smash the guitar, Ooh, but he does something we better. have not seen yet yeah. on the TRL countdown. He takes his bass guitar yeah. and stops playing it for a moment, mid-song, throws it. But because he's still wearing the strap, it goes all the yeah. way around behind him and then back into playing position. It's, do we have a name for it? Is it the swing bass? What is um, that? It's the swing bass now. Okay. <laughs> uh, ben, have you ever seen that before? Um, I mean... Yes, because everyone kept trying to do it. Like every band I was in, it didn't matter if it was like acid jazz or whatever. Like everyone was trying <laughs> to like figure it out. And there was so, it went wrong all the time because mm. it only works if you have a wireless guitar. Because oh. if you, if you're pl people, oh. and this is every kid had to figure that out the wrong way. And because it warped toward that era, like that's all that's happening. Every, there's spins, there's things, it's all stunt based. But if you're trying it at home, I mean, I, I honestly can remember seeing accidents, like seeing oh, it. Like seeing you choke it, on the cord or something? Dude, just, I, I'll show you after this thing. We'll put one together. Do you have a guitar that you could spare? Yeah, it's in my car. I don't know if <laughs> we have one the, second. This podcast doesn't have the insurance for that. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, we still have three videos to go to. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited for this next video. Coming in at number three, Enrique Iglesias with Hero. I can be your hero, baby. I can kiss away the pain. I will stand by you forever. You That's much better. I love the warm weather beanie. Yeah, wearing he's got a beanie on with a tank top like bro is it hot or is it cold is it clear to everybody else that he looks like he's never pumped his own gas oh, <laughs> his yeah. entire was, life he was like, Guys, how, do like, you, how do you work this he was holding it with two hands he had to come over and show him <laughs> okay guys we got to set the table so we open up with a beautiful desert shot of a bonnie and clyde-esque duo of enrique iglesias and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Basically like the queen of the Cream 90s. Cream of the crop of 01. And Enrique is famous for putting famous leading ladies in his videos. Anna Kornikova. Yeah, he put Anna Kornikova in his music video for Escape. He put Misha Barton in his music video for Addicted. Shannon Elizabeth was in the video for Be With You. Did he kiss all of them? I'm sure he did because he... Like, he asked that so innocently. That like, was so cute. <laughs> he was like, did he smooch them all? Yeah, oh, he smooched them. So this video is interesting because it does everything that that Michael Jackson video did. But in yeah. three minutes and without an intro and Chris Tucker. Enrique, I don't feel bad for Enrique in this video. Right. You, you, you mess with the bowl, you get the horns, Enrique. <laughs> so Enrique's on the run. He's got a pile of cash in that, the back of this convertible. We don't know how he got it. That he refuses to zip up. Like the bag is just open. There's cash flying all over Careless. the road. What a show off it's too. Like, bro, just zip it up, man. So Cash is flying out the back of this convertible. He's driving down the road with Jennifer Love Hewitt. We see a whole bunch of shots of them together. It looks really romantic. But then we cut to Mickey Rourke. Can I tell you that I knew it was Mickey Rourke 
from the hair. Oh, because he was standing from behind and then he turned around, but you knew right away. I just knew it's a palpable energy. (laughs) He does have an energy to him. He does. Okay, guys. So we saw Michael Madsen play a villain in the Michael Jackson video. I I think Mickey Rourke beats him. Yeah. My money's on Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke, honestly, kind of gives it a little something. Oh, you know he... He's doing it. I want to know how method he went for this video. Look at this, dude. He's doing it. He's got a wild look in his eye. unbelievable actor. Does he have eyebrows on this? (laughs) I think this is pre-surgery before he had him removed. So Enrique is on the run and Mickey Rourke and his goons are trying to find him. And it all leads to a big showdown in front of this church. Oh yeah. But before we get there, we have probably the hottest scene in the countdown today. They get after it. Dude, he's rubbing her with money. I mean, what else would you do? I mean, everything else. (laughs) (laughs) So he's on a bed. He's making out with Jennifer Love Hewitt in a way that feels above and beyond what was necessary for the scene. It's a Cinemax style. dude. I know. There's so much tongue in this makeout. I feel like they had chemistry. I mean, I guess so. Like, they really look like they mean it. Or Jennifer Love Hewitt brought it. When the showdown finally happens between Mickey and his goons and Enrique, it is so hard to tell what's going on in this video. What led to this moment? It looks like Enrique and Jennifer Love Hewitt just got married. Oh, like they're walking out of a church together? Yeah. Well, that's possible. Can I say one quick thing about how many buttons down his shirt is? Super. I thought about this video. I'm not kidding. When we played our show last week, um, mid-show, it was so hot, I like started unbuttoning my shirt, and I went one too many, Ooh. and I knew that I did, and oh, I was no. like, oh, God, what am I, Enrique Iglesias? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to go back up. Like Once you've done that, yeah. the crowd is seeing you do that. You have to commit. So how low did you go? I went like seven buttons down. Seven? seven like right above the navel. It was like one, two, you know. Your you, torso, to be fair, is like... 10 feet long. Dude, thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so they finally have their showdown. Mickey and Enrique staring deeply into each other's eyes. And then Enrique backhands Mickey Rourke. Okay, this is a weird thing. When you paused it there for a second, does one of them look like he's a cop? Ooh, look at a dirty cop? Yeah, it's like a dirty cop. Did they run out of outfits? Look at this guy's outfit. He's got a duster on and just a stringer tank top. He's got like... Yeah, Mickey's goons look like, like they're from like 16 different films. Looks like yeah, Blade's right here. <laughs> yeah, Blade is present. There's Stone, a dirty cop. Stone Cold Steve Austin's There's right here. There's a guy from The Matrix. Is that Chris Rock? That looks like Chris Rock with His baton. henchmen are like all across the map. The casting for this just did not make sense. John Leguizamo's right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> so after he backhands Mickey Rourke, Mickey Rourke responds with a move of his own. Pooch, can you describe it? I don't know what this is. Well, he, he gets hit, kind of turns around, no sweat off my brow. He puts him in a Muay Thai clinch, which is both hands kind of off the shoulder. Mm. As he pulls the shoulder in, he knees him to the stomach or the gut or the crotch. We're not sure. Mm-hmm. The move is also known as a kick. Or a knee. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think it's more of a knee. And then we cut to what I can assume is an hour or two later, and rain is pouring. Enrique is covered in blood, weeping. I mean, he gives an emotional performance yeah, They're also it. in the city. Yeah, all of a sudden the location has changed. There are a bunch of cop cars. With no one in them. What happened here? Yeah, Cops they, ran off with Rourke. Yeah. We like fast forwarded, and we missed an entire chunk of the story. Yeah, What's got, going on? Because I've got a question. And okay. sorry if I'm getting too intense about this, but I'm... 
I'm just so into it. Okay, so they have this big setup. The goons have Enrique Iglesias in Barstow or whatever the hell they are. Okay. He hits him like a time. <laughs> yes. And then somehow it smash cuts to them back in this in Gotham City. And also like the surgical beat down that Enrique got. It's like the slightest thing under the eye. But Jennifer Love Hewitt is like weeping, holding on to him. It looks like a classic like yeah. Renaissance painting. Think of the scene from I Know What You Did Last Summer where she's like, what are you waiting for? Multiply that by 10. Guys, I'm going to go as far as to say that this might be the best Jennifer Love Hewitt performance <gasps> of all time. Damn, wow. dude. I honestly have to agree that the performances in the video are pretty great. Yeah. With the exception of EI, who I failed, did his best. But Mickey Rourke really did a thing. Yeah, he was great. And then she was great. I'm trying to think of another Jennifer Love Hewitt. Well, can't hardly wait. She's pretty good, man. Yeah, she's all right. Yeah. She's good. Great. <laughs> she's cool. Pooch, you I, have beef with this I have video. A small though. beef with this video. All right. What is it? So I am not a fan of this video because I personally think Enrique ripped off R. Kelly's down low video. Oh. And the reason I think that, oh, wow, dude. as I'm showing it to Ben right now, Ben has gasped because he's seeing the similarities. I can't do this, dude. <laughs> I'm on the edge. R. Kelly is the bodyguard of Ronald Isley. And Ronald Isley's going out of town. He's like, R. Kelly, I want you to watch my wife, but don't touch her. Okay. What does R. Kelly do? He touches her. So I don't feel bad for what happens to R. Kelly in this video. I feel like I don't feel bad for R. Kelly in pretty yeah. much any circumstance. Yeah, what he do? He doesn't hold that. <laughs> ben, I'll tell you after. I've Just... heard only good things. <laughs> so he touches the wife. Ronald Isley finds him, takes him to the desert, Okay. beats him to a bloody pulp. So you think that Enrique saw that video and was mm -hmm. like, that plus me and Jennifer Love Hewitt is going to get us on the countdown. Let's just straight up rip it off. 100%. This, I will say what I'm looking at right now, R. Kelly got way, way beat yeah. for this. Well, mm. when Michael Clark Duncan hits you with a sledgehammer. So Michael Clark Duncan was in that video? <laughs> yeah, he's got a little cameo in this video before he was Michael Clark Duncan. I mean, this R. Kelly video was from 1995. This is pre-TRL. But that yeah. might be one of the all-time greatest villains in a music video. Ronald Isley? Yeah, he's great in this video. Yeah, he's great. Uh, guys, I have a question for you. Between the four villains that we saw today, we got the guy from Arachnophobia, we got Marlon Brando, we've got uh, Michael Madsen, and we got Mickey Rourke. Who came out on top? I got to go doctor from Arachnophobia because <laughs> he had real menace in his eyes. Mm. And also, like he seemed to be the only one who issued a threat. You think it was more of a threat than bing bang? Well, when you do it, it's, it's way scarier. It's very threatening. <laughs> guys, we got to move on because we've got two videos left Ooh. and Ben needs to go home. Home stretch. Guys, I love the idea that the listeners think that I'm really malnourished and like, <laughs> like just like. I just feel like we've put you through hell today. Bro, <laughs> this is. Watching 10 music videos. This is the brightest part of my day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's move on to number two. Coming in at number two is Justin Timberlake featuring NSYNC. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hold so, on. Wait, for yeah. sure, though. Dude. Okay, Pooch. <laughs> yes. I know you have a strong opinion about this, but let's let's Sorry. be real. Sorry, re redo it. Coming in at number two is NSYNC with Gone. Baby girl, yo, yo, yo. 
Okay, so Pooch, we were talking about this video before we started the show today. Mm-hmm. You feel like something is going on behind the scenes with NSYNC. I don't think the song is about a girl. I think this is a hint from Justin Timberlake that he's gone. That he's leaving the that band? he's leaving the band. That, hey, because if you listen to this song, it sounds like a Justin Timberlake song. Mm. It's a black and white video. Justin Timberlake is alone. He looks great in this he video. He looks phenomenal. He's got that, what'd you call it? The Keanu He's Reeves? He's got the Keanu Reeves haircut from Speed. Great haircut. Shaved head. Dude, it's so funny that you bring that up because the Keanu Reeves haircut from Speed yeah. is so, so tight. It's so a great haircut. When that happened, I was like, he looks good. Do you have a favorite line from Speed? I do. Um, Ortiz says, <laughs> Oh my gosh. He goes, yeah, yeah. No, my gi- friends and I used Gigantor? to. Yeah, Gigantor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He used to. What yeah, is happening? He used to. We, my friends and I used to do this line. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but it would be like this. It's like, hey, man, I got a wife. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> I always liked the line cans. It was just cans. Yeah. That's right. I remember. But back that. to the countdown. This video was directed by a legend. Francis. No. Oh. Kevin Costner. It was not directed by Kevin Costner, although that would have been really interesting. Tarsum. Okay, stop sorry, it. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it was directed by Herb Ritz, who is one of the all-time great celebrity photographers. He also is famous for having done Madonna's Cherish video, and I think one of the greatest music videos of all time, Chris Isaac's Wicked Game. Wow. Ooh. He is famous for doing all of his stuff in black and white, and wow. this video is no exception. It is in black and white. It actually opens... With a little bit of an intro before the song kicks in, there's this Charlie Chaplin-inspired silent movie. Justin Timberlake is dressed as Charlie Chaplin, and there's a girl in a flapper dress, and that sort of sets the stage. The rest of the video, though, is a very portrait-inspired tableau of different scenes of Justin and the band around a house looking very somber. Honestly, everybody looks so good. Yeah, their skin looks amazing. Like, I want to know what moisturizer everybody's using. The way everyone's shot, look, they look so good. And that's probably not what everybody wants to hear. (laughs) No, actually, I think that's so true. And I think one of the things that helps is black and white takes away a lot of blemishes. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the reasons why Herb Ritz liked that. The other thing is I think he goes for a really classic, simple styling. Instead of going for really over-the-top outfits the way a lot of boy band videos had at that time, he has very nicely tailored, fitted, black shirts and black pants on each yeah. of the band members. It's it, very stripped down. And it hasn't gone out of style. It looks very current for any time. Do you like black and white videos? Have you ever shot a black and white video? I've done black and white once or twice, and I actually think it's a it's a fun way to go. You know what's interesting is on this countdown, a black and white video really stands out. Mm-hmm. Everything is so colorful. Everything is so vibrant. Mm-hmm. To have something that you know uh, just feels different from every other video is a good thing on a on a TRL countdown. So Ben, you're it's going to be okay with your video. Well, you just, just make it black, black and white. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah, it's going to be okay. <laughs> Mo- half our videos are black and white. Well, most of our imagery is black and white. Just because I just like how it's eraless, you mm. know? Like, I just love that, that it could be anything. Like, I, it's such a classic thing. Obviously, I'm the first person who ever said black and white is classic, so <laughs> you're, you're welcome for that. Uh, no, but I don't know. For me, it's like I find that look so attractive. Um, you know what it really does for NSYNC here, too? Is it makes you take them a little bit more seriously. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, probably every boy band... 
um, could have used at least one black and white video to sort of show a little bit more of an artistic side of themselves. Totally. It's a move that you definitely do self-consciously as an artist to let people know that that's, you're serious. That's true. Yeah, it makes them human. It, yeah, and it does have a humanizing quality to it. And this video, I just don't know if it would have been as nice in color. I don't know if it would have yeah. made as much sense in color. I just want to say one thing about this girl. The girl in the video. The girl in the video who, who left JT. Okay. She took everything. She took the sheets off the bed. Yeah. She took every picture. There's nothing in that fridge. Do you think she took the ice out of the ice cube trays? <laughs> Wait, you think she took everything? Yeah, because JT's still living there. Okay, but what if JT just didn't have anything to begin with? Why you got to blame it on her, Chris Tucker? <laughs> no, meaning like it was his stuff and then he got rid of it after the, the breakup? I don't know, maybe. Or maybe he's just a real minimalist. Well, I thought that. Do you think he they, has that book that everybody has where it tells you to throw away things if you like <laughs> hold them and you don't like them? The only reason I don't believe that is we get flashbacks of her, him painting her nails oh. and we see furniture all over that place. You know, this video just goes to show that it's all about execution because on paper, this sounds like such a generic video. Oh, we're going to have sad Justin in an empty house and then we're going to have flashbacks with happier times with him with the girl. But you know what? The way that Herb Ritz shoots this and the black and white choice, the styling choices, even the house, and even like the people that they cast opposite the band, like the love interest, are just so well chosen and so classic. It's it's a stunning video. The one thing that I think so weird is the the the, the Charlie Chaplin bookends. Yeah, I didn't get that because I don't know what it. It doesn't seem like it belongs in this universe. Yeah, that was the one part that confused me. Maybe the song is so sad that they felt like they needed to do something boost. that was still fun at the beginning and the end just so that things just to kind of balance it out a little bit that might be part of this or was it just some random way to get the other members of NSYNC in the video cuz this video that. doesn't really need them i yes that's true i don't mean that in a mean way it's like it's very justin heavy well i do think that they like dressing up and I, I wonder yeah, if maybe yeah. that it's as simple as Justin saw a Charlie Chaplin movie and was like, let's do this yeah, for my last video with you guys. I want to do this Charlie Chaplin bit. Also, I through this countdown. Um, I have to say a lot of goatees. I forgot. Yeah. JC's I got forgot a about goatee. Dude, goatees are oh. everywhere. Enrique Iglesias had one. That is really true. They're everywhere. Also, did anybody ever see the mad TV spoof of this song? Oh, no. No. So Mad TV did a spoof called John. Okay. And it was members of NSYNC looking for the toilet after they ate Taco Bell. <laughs> You're kidding. No, this, this was, is so stupid. This was a, a spoof that they did. So they were like, where's the John? Yeah. John. And it's about to be gone. You know, this is one of those things where you don't even really need to show me this thing. You just tell me the synopsis and I can imagine about how funny it was, which is probably not very funny. It made an impact on my man here. <laughs> Huge impact. <laughs> um, okay, guys. So we still have one more video on the countdown. Can we have Ben introduce Oh, yeah, this Ben. One? You got to introduce this one. <laughs> okay, you cool. You like five strings. <laughs> five string Ibanez basses, really. Yes, Ben, you are all about rocking hard. <laughs> Thank you guys for noticing. I'm going to trash this place once it's over. <laughs> Coming in at number one, it's P.O.D.'s Alive. Alive. 
So guys, you know how I said there were three videos by Francis Lawrence on this countdown? He did. Did you lie? Wow. He did the Shakira video. He did Britney's video. And he did this video. He's a gem, man, because all three of them are different. This is a great video. Give me the elevator pitch. Uh, okay, I'm Francis, and I'm in the elevator with POD. Okay, yeah, let's do a little bit of role playing. Let's say I'm POD, and okay. you're trying to pitch me the idea for this video. And we're in an elevator, so you don't have a lot of time. So right. just to get this straight, you're POD. I am all <laughs> four members, five? Four members of POD. Actually, why don't you be a member too, Ben? Ready? Thank you. Hey, man, what's up? Have you listened to the new track that we sent you for a live? Mr. POD, not only did I listen to it, I love the track, and I have a video for it. Okay, so I, we're on an elevator. We don't have a lot of it's time. Been, okay, here it is. Okay. Day in the life of a teenager. I love it. Oh, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait. I'm a little more skeptical, though, other member of POD. Other two members. Day in the life of a teenager feels like it's been done. Not like this, though. Okay. I'm going to have CG. I'm going to have pure adrenaline. This is going to be different. It's not... Be more specific. It's not sex-driven. Okay. It's, it's a That's day, important to me as a, a member of POD. Well, you're a Christian band, so exactly. you're all about it. Also, I, I also know... Don't talk about sex in front of me. I also know that your name's... POD stands for Payable on Death, so I'm a super fan, so you should do the video with me because I know that. Okay. Day in the life of a teenager. Right. His last... Or not his last day on earth, but a day he won't ever remember. <laughs> this is the best pitch I've ever heard. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just... I'm taken aback that I'm, I'm meeting POD right now in an elevator. So <laughs> I you're Francis Lawrence. You just did a pretty I, video. I never... But you're my favorite band. Oh, okay. I've you're, loved you guys since 92. That's when you started. This is a lot of extra... Backstory we're giving Francis Lawrence. I can't believe I'm running into you at the hospital, Francis Lawrence. <laughs> okay, POD are guardian angels to a teenager. Okay. That's the one, dude. Boom. Ooh, actually, that's, that is sort of a description of this video. That's the one. <laughs> so We got there's a long elevator. I, I emergency stopped it yeah. just to get more time with you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so this video is all about a car crash. We got see it. a teenage kid driving somewhere all of a sudden a bus comes out of nowhere boom and everything goes into slow motion and we start seeing two different things we start seeing flashbacks to different points of this kid's life and a performance from pod in the middle of the street underneath a freeway in los angeles where you usually get your headshots taken exactly but not today with pod rocking let's talk about this really quick guys didn't notice this until now but the teenage boy in this video rocking a keanu yeah he yeah. also has the Keanu that speed a, cut. That was still a big haircut in 01. A lot of shaved heads. He looks good in it. If I could, I'd do it. I got a lot of moles in my head, though. It wouldn't look good. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> yeah. You looked right at me. <laughs> you know, I feel like you can tell that this is a 2001 era music video because all the flashbacks from this kid's life are like extreme sports related. He's surfing. Uh-huh. He's skating. Yeah. He's kissing a girl by a moving train. Well, this is one interesting fact about this video. You mentioned earlier POD's Christian rock band. Mm -hmm. Initially, I guess Francis Lawrence pitched one of the flashbacks was going to be the kid having sex. They didn't like that. So he said, what if he's making out with this girl and they're doing it in a tunnel while a train passes through? It's a really intense shot. And I think it also is just meant to insinuate sex. By the train going in the tunnel? Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> ben, you probably think a lot about stage presence. One would hope. <laughs> Give me a little breakdown of POD's stage presence. Well, their street presence is really amazing in this video. Um, they are performing on the street. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> um, back in high school or junior high, whenever this was, like I 
was trying to see any concert possible. Oh, okay. It didn't matter, even if I was like half into it. So I feel like I saw them at like a skate shop or something. Um, Makes sense. But I remember it being very godly and very good. Um, actually, before I go on about that, which is super boring, I have to ask you, Isaac, as a director question. <laughs> All right. Have you ever uh, shot a video where somebody has dreads? Why is this such an important question to me? <laughs> um, yes. Yes, I have. Hell yeah. Uh, the lead singer at P.O.D., he knows how to use those dreads. There's yeah. a lot of production value in his hair. And I feel like Francis Lawrence does a really good job of capturing the dreads. Yeah, absolutely. In slow-mo, which makes it even cooler. Absolutely. P.O.D. is one of those bands where if you showed me a picture of them, I could instantly, without hearing a single song, tell you what they sound like. Totally. And they sound exactly like this song in my <laughs> head. So here's the thing. This countdown is on October 9th, 2001, which is a few weeks after September 11th. I was going to bring this up too. Yeah, I think this is important. So POD probably didn't show up on TRL all the time. I think NSYNC and Backstreet Boys probably came up to number one a lot more than a band called Payable on Death. But this video ends with the kid surviving the car crash. There's like a twist where it looks like he's dead. He comes out at the end. It's a very cathartic moment, very hopeful moment. The song is called Alive. It's all about this like very spiritual um, feeling of embracing life. And I think after September 11th, there's absolutely no other video that would have felt more um, at home at number one on the countdown. That is such an interesting thought. That seems right. Yeah. Also, by the way, can we count how many goatees are in this band? Because okay. I feel like we've got three or four, three Lead out of singer, four. Lead singer, one. goatee. I think the drummers yeah. two, guitarist uh, three, three. Okay, bass player. Bass player is not getting a lot of camera time. No, he really isn't. The, you know, the drummer looks really good, so I feel like they made a good decision to put him on camera a lot. What does this bass player look like that they don't want to cut to him? Yeah, they haven't shown him once. Let's go back to the oh, he's the black oh. guy. That's so oh, mean. No, that's so rude. MTV. You know what? I didn't know there was a black guy in the band. I totally. I watched this video there was last a black night. Guy in the band. <sighs> Man. Um, does he have a goatee? I think he's got some, but maybe he just didn't want to be on that. Much. He's moving too fast. <laughs> he's rocking way too hard. Which is impressive because most of this video is in slow motion. He's got dreads. Yeah. Oh, there you go. And his lower back tattoo in there. No. Yeah. yeah there's a, Wait, not, not the, on the band. Not the bass no. player, but on I mean, the girl. I, I on can only assume lead. on the band as oh, well. Oh, the lead girl has a lower back tattoo? She's got yeah. a butterfly. Just like Britney. Mm. Britney, bitch. Okay, guys. Every week, we like to do the same thing after we watch the top 10. We like to go around and say what the number one video should have been. Maybe it should have been POD, but maybe not. What was your favorite video on the countdown this week? For me, I'm going to say, uh, honestly... I'm going to say In Too Deep is my favorite video on this countdown. That's a good one. I think it's like when I watched it, I felt I had the like the most visceral response to it. Wow. Maybe it's because I'm the biggest Sum 41 fan on the planet, <laughs> <laughs> as you've learned. Um, yeah, that and, that and Britney, I feel like, are the two. I got to go with Michael Jackson, Rock My World. <sighs> curveball bro i gotta go with michael jackson i love him so much okay i it's one of my favorite michael songs it's been a while since i've watched the entire 13 minute version i've watched the five minute version and i forgot how much gold was in that video you really only watch the 13 minute version like once a year you'd like to think that (laughs) but there's i'm that's probably 
once every couple months. I'm, I'm watching that movie six times a yeah, year. That movie? That short film. It is sorry. a movie. It's a short film. It's a student project. Uh, it's stretching the definition of short. It's got its own IMDb. <laughs> Does it really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. So I'm going to say- It does have credits at the end. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go real quick. I think this week, for me, was a tie between PODs Alive, which like is it. maybe one of the most epic rock videos of all time. I agree. And- I think Insync's Gone is just a classic video. I think it's just such a beautifully photographed video. I get it. I love that it's black and white. I feel like they took some risks. It's understated. I feel like if you had to pick just one Insync video to show people, you would show them that. Yeah. Over bye bye bye. Yeah. Over. This is the video that I I think just perfectly like immortalizes them. Whoa, really? Dude. I'm not like a huge a JT fan song or immortalizes. I think you are, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it. it you I, have tears in your eyes. <laughs> I am so impressed with what Herb Ritz did with that video. I just think it's great. I'm just a huge Herb Ritz fan too, so maybe that's part of it. Are you going back to watch it again? No, after the podcast is over, I'm going to watch Pods Alive. You are already getting on your laptop version. and thinking about what you're going to do after the podcast. Thanks a lot. Dude. I thought you were. I thought you were typing in POD liver. <laughs> no, I, I was just, like, whoa, dude. I just got excited because Pooch love, is over here making dinner plans. I, I'm resetting this table. I love that. I really do love that song. It is a good and song. And I was like, I, it's been a while since I've heard it live. So it was fresh in my brain. I'm just getting it warmed up. Guys, we live in perilous times right now. I think we need a song like Alive. I think if Alive came out right now, it would do well. Yes. Uh, ben, if people want to check out uh, more of your music, where should they go? Anything slash Dear Boy Official, and that's spelled D-E-A-R, not the animal, because <laughs> that would be... <laughs> I realize I have to... Yeah, you thought that? that? Did you think that? <laughs> what a drag, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a lot. If I'm thinking it, it's not a lot. D. E A R B O Y official. Like dear, right. like you're writing a letter. Dear boy. Exactly. Pooch, you have a really hilarious Instagram. My Instagram is part time adult. You do characters. I do, I do characters. I do little vignettes. You, I like to have fun. That is like one of the most entertaining Instagrams. I appreciate that. Come from you, that means a lot. Even yeah. though you do think the Gone video is <laughs> the best insane video of all time, I'm still. Take anything I say with a grain of salt. Because I think the Gone video is the best InSync video. Um, guys, this has been... What's your Instagram? Just look for my name and... <laughs> okay. Isaac Rentz. It's, it's okay. It's, I like it. I like it. It's sort of curated. I'm into it. I post I a lot of junk in my stories. I follow it. Um, yeah, I unfollowed, but I followed again. <laughs> <laughs> guys, this has been really fun. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back next week. Please um, rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. Thank you. <laughs>